0: This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support.
1: Hi, I'm Jeff Galloway and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast.
0: Hey, welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. This is episode 182, and I'm your host, Amy.
1: And I am your co-host, Dana.
0: Welcome to the show. It is wonderful to be here in the studio recording This very special episode.
1: It really is. As we are recording, we are having some pretty intense weather outside, so hopefully we make it through this without an electrical interruption, but welcome to Florida and and storm season still. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, this this is episode that we have been talking about for a while and that we've been looking really forward to getting recorded and in the can.
0: So this week... The running segment is the We Love Truckers Rob Nadeau Memorial Virtual Race. We have just come off of Truck Driver Appreciation Week.
1: Yes, just ended, I guess, Saturday was technically the last day of it.
0: Yes. And it was a fitting time for us to be traveling so to a beautiful part of the country so that we could have a nice setting to complete Rob's virtual race and honor him with a beautiful view and some amazing
1: photos. Absolutely. And for those of you that may not know uh, who we're talking about or what we're talking about, we're going to get to that in the run segment. Just stick with us. It's going to be well worth it. Yes, And following that, of course, you know us if we're traveling someplace to do a run we're going to find you amazing food and beverage yes and we did so this week
0: late night did not disappoint in gatlinburg tennessee yes and Um. our server the atmosphere the food and the beverage all come from bennett's pit barbecue and what can i say Except for my mouth is watering, just, and we haven't even gotten to the segment I was just yet. I said, just
1: thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I, I could go for <laughs> some of that. Especially the items we're going to be talking about tonight. Oh, my
0: gosh. Yes.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's because I'm back on the vegan eating. Yeah. Uh, plant-based eating.
0: I'm right there with you. And,
1: and I'm like, I, I miss barbecue. Yeah.
0: And we've covered it a lot on the show because so you all know we love it. So. Yes.
1: Oh, <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. Smoky
1: slow roasted tender pull apart meat which again okay we're gonna get into it in the all right, food okay. segment it's just yeah, okay. I, i'm looking so forward to that but
0: yeah first we have to celebrate some of the runcation nation for all of you who ran miles in rob's honor throughout the last few weeks and posted in the runcation nation facebook group or on instagram or in road trip running or all of the above thank you for signing up to complete the virtual race or making a donation to organizations that are near and dear to Rob Nadal's heart, we had some people complete some races this past week that we have to celebrate in the shout out section of our show before we start the run.
1: And that's in addition to the folks Mm -hmm. that that we just talked about doing this. Okay.
0: Mm -hmm. Who else you got? So we had great people in the Runcation Nation who ran that virtual race. We also have our friends from the Will Run For podcast who did the Rock the Knob along with Greg from Greg in Orlando. Yeah. On Instagram. So shout out to them. And shout out especially to Diana who I think did... <clears throat> this past week also a 5k and ran the entire thing.
1: Yeah. So no intervals.
0: No intervals. And that was a goal of hers, so she achieved a goal. So we're shouting that out. Not that we run, walk, run everything.
1: We do. And, but if you're setting yourself that as a goal, a training goal yes. to get to, that's that's a that's a very good goal.
0: So congratulations. And also Susie ran for wine in our hoodie. Well, I don't think she wore the hoodie in the race, but she, the run for, run now, uh, wine later... And it was a 5K, and she was wearing her hoodie as she was heading to the race. And she just said there was wine at the finish. a drink, not whining.
1: There may have been some whining. I think that the, the vino may have made the whining more bearable for people. But I do know that the hoodie, Perhaps. the Runny Drink Podcast hoodie, does make your wine taste 17 to 22% better, as we have scientifically proven makes, in the Runny Drink Podcast labs.
0: Makes the race more fun. Makes you faster,
1: more attractive. Mm. It's just, yeah. It's it's,
0: scientifically proven.
1: It's science. We don't really question it, we just accept it. And
0: (laughs) also, running through Wonderland, Jen from Instagram, that's her handle, she did a 10K. And made it through successfully, and she did not get above the threshold of irritation for an injury she's been fighting, or just some discomfort she's been fighting. So, she achieved her goal, too. And Jennifer Fink, her four-year-old, had a first-ever fun run. So, shout-out to her, proud mama. And the final one I have is... JoJo, positively poly one on Instagram, also honored Rob NATO with not only her run in the Smokies we talked about last week, but also with presidents. She ran
1: with Mount, presidents. Mount Rushmore. Yes.
0: Yes. A Mount Rushmore race with eight miles or something like that of hills. So, bravo. Yeah. Okay.
1: I saw some of her photos. Yeah. They were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Rob would have been very appreciative. And Beautiful. we keep mentioning Rob and mentioning Rob. So, I guess before we... Uh, as let's we-
0: now talk about the running segment proper. And if anybody else has any shout-outs that we didn't find anywhere on social media, send them to us. Yes, Message us or email or call us, whatever you need to do, to so that you can be shouted out on the show and made Runcation Nation famous.
1: And you can message us on Facebook or Instagram, or you can email us at info at runeatdrink.net. dot net. That's info at runeatdrink.net. dot net. Just shoot us a message, put shout out in the in the subject, subject line, line, and yeah. yeah, let us know what's going on with you. Yeah. But yeah, so as we're going to transition into that run segment, we keep mentioning Rob and and there may be some people who are newer to the podcast who aren't familiar with Rob. and, And if that's the case, welcome, welcome. But we want to tell you about somebody who was near and dear to our hearts, who is near and dear to our hearts, but who is unfortunately no longer with us. Rob Nadal was one of the our earliest members of the Runcation Nation. He was one of the earliest supporters of the podcast when we began our patron program, and he was just somebody who was very active. We actually had him uh, on the show for uh, a segment that we did.
0: Our anniversary, Colin.
1: Yes, and he was just the most positive, upbeat, amazing guy, and he was a, mm-hmm. a, a, a trucker out west, and he was a, a tra- avid trail runner. And he brought a love of running and he brought a love of running in amazing places in the United States and shared that love through his photography. And if you've been in our Facebook group, the Runcation Nation, and if you're not in there, please head over there. It's a private group, but... We just want you to message us yeah. and we'll make sure you're not a robot and we'll let you in. It's nothing crazy.
0: You can go back and you can see his photos.
1: You can check out his photos. And it, 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 he just had an amazing eye for mm-hmm. transporting you to the places that he was running. He yeah. was just such an amazing guy and, and to be able to do that. And he touched all of us yeah. in, in the time that we got to know him mm-hmm. and became just a, an integral part of the Runcation Nation community. And After his passing, his family put together this virtual race that we're going to talk about this week. This is the We Love Truckers Rob Nada Memorial Virtual.
0: And it could have been any variety of distances. I think that one of our patrons, Rob was a patron, an early patron, like you were talking about, and supporter of the show. And he would always call in when we would solicit answers to questions and things like that. And Josh is the same in terms of his support. I think he's doing the longest distance. I think he's doing like an ultra distance to Ooh. honor Rob. And, uh, uh, but you could do 5K like we did, 10K, half marathon, marathon, whatever. And it was all the same race fee and all going to organizations that Rob was passionate about.
1: Yeah. Rob. Wanted to support St. Christopher's Trucker Relief Fund yeah. and Coke Trucking. And it, it was nice in, in Trucker Appreciation Week. It, it, and it was it was great seeing the fact that we weren't the only ones honoring truckers. I would turn no. on the news in the morning. yeah, And regardless of which channel I flipped to, I would see some of the morning talking heads at some point <laughs> or another talking about this as a segment in their broadcast. And it was great that they were pointing out the fact that no matter what what you are (laughs) using, whether it's an electronic device, food in your house, whatever the case may be, the overwhelming vast majority of the things that you use and consume and have Mm. were brought to you by a trucker.
0: Yes. Rob was... Essentially, keeping us all afloat in his profession and supplying us with what we needed to live daily life. Absolutely. But also, he was also, I say also so many times, he supported and fed our spirit.
1: Yes, and that was through his amazing eye.
0: When we couldn't travel.
1: Yeah, and especially during the height of the pandemic, he was instrumental in, in sending really amazing pictures to the group of, oh. of, of these people places that were just gorgeous whether it was mountains terrain or a beautiful farmhouse in the distance whatever the case may be desert uh, desert shots yeah Yeah. i don't know might not want to run into desert but yeah
0: snow capped mountain views true yes
1: and made us want to go out west even more oh yeah really did but we when we were thinking about how we wanted to do this, you know, we registered for the race immediately. And
0: I really have to say a special thank you to Patty and Tori for putting it together.
1: Yeah, they did an amazing job in a very difficult time getting the, the race put together and posted and doing it in such short notice while still grieving they, they were incredible. Yeah. And I'm just glad that, that Rob's family, so many of us were able to assist and, and jump in and support him. But we wanted to, f- to do something to specifically honor Rob in the way in which we did this race. We do 5K distance pretty regularly for training in our neighborhood. Sure. Local 5Ks here and there. So we knew we had some travel coming up. We were going to be bouncing from city to city over about a three-week period. And it was going to be Alaska and then back (laughs) here to Florida. And then we were heading up to Tennessee. And we said, we're running that one in the Smoky Mountains. at
0: the perfect time.
1: Maybe that'll be the place where we could do something... And find a vista, find some something that would been would have been worthy of Rob and his Mm -hmm. eye and the camera, and just something that would have been so him. Yeah. And we were in fact able to do that when we ran our vacation races, Great Smoky Mountains five k.
0: Yes, so we ran that, and we'll talk about that race proper on an
1: upcoming episode
0: week. The one we did for Rob, we decided to take some chances, do some things we've never done. And Certainly
1: never on this show.
0: And go to a place called Laurel Falls Trail.
1: Yeah, now this, we were fortunate. Staying in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, we were really literally walking distance to the entrance of the great smoky mountains national park yes and we were no more than a 20 minute drive or so to the trailhead at the laurel falls trail indeed but this time of year is um, a little busy in that area it is you might say
0: a destination, if you
1: will. Not just for races, either.
0: For vacations. run vacations well, and
1: vacations. Vacations. Other special events that were going on in the oh, area. yeah.
0: There was a car show.
1: And we got to see some of those cars driving around on those mountain roads. They were gorgeous. Yeah. But we wanted to find a vista and a view that would be appropriate to Rob. So we decided to, to do a trail, more of a hike than a run, because we didn't know what we were going to be expecting. In terms of the terrain.
0: I was nervous about it because we don't normally do trail running. It's not really, especially at elevations above.
1: Nine feet. Sea level. Yeah, we're pretty much sea level here. (laughs) We are sea level here. And this was more than sea level. Yeah,
0: I was nervous.
1: So we ended up driving to the trailhead only to find out that it's so crowded Right now in that area, that you can only park at the trailhead by appointment only.
0: Yes, you have to make a reservation. We have a link to the Laurel Falls Trail website, the National Park website, with all the info. But if you go to that area, you either have to make your reservation well in advance, or you have... We had... The great fortune to be right around the corner where we were staying, we were right around the corner from a shuttle that took people to Laurel Falls for five bucks.
1: Yeah, $5 round trip mm-hmm. per and you person. E- and you
0: either pay that online or you pay in cash when you get to the bus. So
1: that worked out great. Aside from the little drive up and drive back, Yeah, perfectly, you know convenient and super nice and everybody who hopped on the shuttle everybody's super friendly and oh, excited yeah. to be going
0: mm-hmm. and currently you have to have a mask just a tip
1: while you're on the shuttle, while you're yes. on the shuttle so and from so we take the shuttle we head back to the trailhead took some photos right there and then we were off to the races so to speak
0: <sighs> i it it was something i have never done before i thought i had the wrong shoes i was very nervous because the trail is not there are no rails like
1: no rails on the trail
0: it's just it's open it's exposed rock it's humongous trees and there are, as you climb the trail, it is, you get higher and higher and you can see things below you. And you could, if you are not careful and watching where you're going, you could fall off the trail quite a distance down.
1: They do have signage that says that there is a danger of falling deaths And it has happened before, so you do have to be mindful of that. But this is considered to be a paved trail. I'm
0: probably making more out of it because it was my first time on a trail run or on a trail on a hike.
1: No, there's no rail, and if you don't stop when the drop happens, you'll...
0: So I don't mean to just scare people, you know.
1: You're not. No, I don't think you're (laughs) being scary at all. Yeah. I just, but I was never going to let you fall. You were good, but. I just was
0: never, ever really, truly sure of my footing on the way up.
1: You did get more confident on your way back. The, like I I mentioned, this is technically a paved trail. This uh, was originally built to allow fire crews to access to the Cove Mountain area in the event of a wildfire. And that's ah. the reason that it's paved. Now, when we say paved, it, is, it has been paved at one time.
0: It's a broad term.
1: It's, it's a generous description. It's not what you would call smooth pavement by any stretch, nor consistent mm. pavement by any no. stretch. And it probably hasn't been paved in half a decade or a, half a century. I
0: think that nature has impacted
1: the trail. Very much so. I believe that Weather. they, according to the national parks <laughs> website, I, I believe that it, it was reconditioned last in 1963. So I actually wasn't wrong. Yeah. It's been 50 plus years.
0: Well, okay.
1: And it it felt every bit of it. But this trail, it leads you, it's it's, it's about uh, 1.3 miles into the falls and then 1.3 you miles say out.
0: In. I say Up.
1: Up. Up is more accurate, I think. <laughs>
0: because I was just... He was, he's, he is being very humble. He managed me the entire time. I was very unsure and unsteady on the way up.
1: You did great. And I think that you saw, after doing it, that the payoff was well worth it.
0: Oh, when we got to the top and saw the falls was gorgeous. The water was cold. We put our hands in the falls. We we sat on the rocks and watched people hike down or climb down below us.
1: Not the rocks in the falls. They actually tell you, please don't climb those because it's right. slippery and you're going to fall. It's happened. It's, It'll stop you.
0: It's super slick.
1: Yeah, it's covered with yeah, slimy rocks. It's,
0: it's like they're coated in baby oil. Yeah. And if you're not careful, you, yeah.
1: That part where we were, where the falls, like like you said, where we were sitting is this rocky outcropping and we could sit and look at the area below the falls. And that's where people were hiking down or climbing down.
0: They were climbing down and I just getting back up was going to be questionable for me. So I did not do it, but We sat on the rocks, and we watched those people have fun and get photos, and...
1: We got photos. We
0: got photos by the falls, and had snacks.
1: We did. I packed snacks.
0: Yeah, that's a smart tip, I think, if you... And water. If you are on the trail, I say, take a little bit of water with you, take some snacks so that you can sit... When you get to the top and enjoy the falls, enjoy the view, enjoy the mountain view out beyond the falls, and just take some time
1: and refuel as well. And just remember, if you're going to be on any of our national parks trails, leave them in better condition than when you came. Oh, yeah. You don't want to leave any of your food wrappers around, anything like that. This area is very, very active with black bears and the likelihood of us running into a bear on the trail was very great, mm-hmm. actually. Yes. So we were very careful to have an airtight container to put all of our wrappers in, made mm-hmm. sure that that was sealed up and yeah. did not have any food exposed.
0: You took a great backpack with I did. us.
1: I did. Nothing was left there that we brought in.
0: So that we could have water and, and food, and then we could put everything in the backpack, hike back down, and then dispose in the proper containers when we got back to the hotel
1: yeah. yeah yeah the ultimate destination is the falls but honestly the hike on the way there gives you amazing views oh, of, yeah. of the creeks running down below you the the trees that mm. are covering the mountain and of course the mountains in the distance the vistas are incredible it was just gorgeous yeah they're they're really weather was perfect i think it was 65 degrees when we did the hike
0: yeah it wasn't too cold it wasn't too warm it was shade. humid it was yeah it was perfect conditions we got some great photos and the other hikers were very helpful and we took pictures for them and they took pictures for us and yes. it was just a nice little community nice to meet some people that were on the trails with us.
1: National Park Service volunteers. There yes. were a few of them along the trail as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And I just think Rob would have loved the view up there.
1: Oh, without uh, a doubt. When
0: we got to the falls, it was just
1: beautiful. And if you look at our episode artwork this week, one of the photos that's in that artwork is the falls themselves mm-hmm. with our bibs.
0: Yeah, with our bibs, we were six and seven.
1: Yeah, so we're gonna. I know that we're gonna share some of those photos throughout the week. Yes. Now that this episode is in the feed. Yes. <clears throat> and you'll all see what we're talking about if you look at our social media feed over the next few days.
0: Yeah. It was gorgeous. And doing something for the first time is scary. And coming back down, I felt more confident.
1: And I think that there's, you know, some other aspects of doing this race that, that mm-hmm. impacted you as well, not just you feeling yeah. more confident.
0: Yeah. Going through a big transition right now. With a, a new job. Mm-hmm. So change is scary. Doing something for the first time is scary. So I think a lot of what I experienced on the trails mirrored overcoming obstacles and pushing through when you think you can't and a- asking questions and being aware and, and curious and being friendly to those who are friendly and
1: and supportive and helpful to you. So being bold enough to see what's up around the corner.
0: It's not
1: always visible. A, and it's not always a bear.
0: It's not always visible what's around the corner. <laughs> it's not always visible the next steps you're going to have to take and so it it mirrored a part of life that's just going on back here at home right now.
1: Yeah. I think this was The best place we could have done this for Rob. Yes, I I enjoyed this. This was two point six miles on the trail. We got the rest of our five k in at the end.
0: We were waiting for the shuttle. Waiting for
1: the shuttle. So I mean that we knocked out our five k. We definitely got a sweat on and we burned some calories that day. The Mm -hmm. the ascent and the the hill work for us was most people who are used live out west or in mountainous areas they would laugh.
0: That's cool. It was a
1: little harder for us yeah, being maybe. dwellers down here at sea level. but for sure. We did it.
0: And there were also another practical tip there at the end. Oh. They have porta potties.
1: Yes. At the trailhead. Mm, yeah, if you Nothing need along the trail.
0: Nothing along the trail. So before you go up and after you come down, you have access to that. Good, so that's actually, a good, good thing.
1: Good tip. Yep. So. You heard it here, if you were going to be in the Gatlinburg area and you're thinking about doing something for maybe a day hike, yes, something, this would be a great one to do early in the morning, maybe Beautiful. around sun, sun up, that would be pretty amazing, I think. Yeah. So check this trail out. We've linked to it in the show notes. Yes. The National Park Service has a great page dedicated to this trail specifically. Yes. And trail safety, trail history, the whole nine yards. And they even have a nice photo from the little the wooden bridge that, that's over the falls, where the falls comes down and, mm-hmm. and hits. And then the water runs on this little bridge and it continues on. And we got photos on the bridge. We're going to be sharing all those photos throughout the week. And we just wanted to bring this to you guys and celebrate Rob mm-hmm. in this way with a race location that we think he would have appreciated and would have been appropriate for him. And Rob, we love you and we miss you. And yes, we do. Patty, we are thinking of of you guys. It's Tori, you know, absolutely devastating, but we are going to keep on with doing what we can to, honor his memory and run in interesting and and amazing places and, and enjoy the beauty and bring that beauty and share it with other members of the Runcation Nation as best we can. So that's how we can best honor his memory, I think. But all that running did make us very hungry. Yes.
0: So hungry.
1: And we were fortunate because we were staying in a location that was very convenient And around the corner, literally from our hotel, was an amazing location for barbecue that we stumbled upon. And we had recommended to us by several locals. Yeah. The main drag in Gatlinburg is very touristy. A lot of the places are corporate chains. Those are not the places we're looking for. We're looking for the places that are a little bit off the beaten path or places that are the mom and pops.
0: Might be a local chain.
1: Or a local chain. In this case, yes. exactly. But this isn't on the main drag exactly. This is one block off.
0: This was on the way to the shuttle?
1: It's on the way to the shuttle. It is exactly one street over from the main drag, from Uh the parkway. Yeah. Uh, cutting through Gatlinburg. and The
0: Gatlinburg location. there's That's the one we went to. There's also a location in Pigeon Forge.
1: Which we drove through Pigeon Forge. We didn't stop in Pigeon Forge. No. But no this, time. But this location was, you know, one thing we did learn is that a lot of places close fairly early. Indeed. Up there. Even by, on the by weekend? nine or ten o'clock at night.
0: Even on the weekend.
1: <clears throat> so... We were fortunate to get in there probably within the right within the last hour.
0: Yeah, we showed up an hour before closing, and Sam was our savior, an outstanding server who was also the host that sat us.
1: Yes and we're both amy and i've both been in food service and we try not to be those people that show up at the last hour we get it we know the kitchen's wanting to totally down know it servers are closing their stations and we said hey look we're not looking to mess you up if please tell us if there's if you're wanting to get out of here if you guys are shutting most of the things down he said nope absolutely not come on in
0: yeah he was so great So so great we
1: did and what a great place. Like, yeah. when you walk in, there's actually kind of two sides to the restaurant. Yeah. One, one is the Italian pizzeria side. Yes. And that's a separate restaurant, separate concept. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is their barbecue, the Bennett's Barbecue. Yeah. And we opted, of course, for barbecue.
0: Oh, and I'm so happy we did.
1: I am, too, because we had something... There that I've n- never seen, never had, and didn't know what to think of it.
0: You saw it. we saw it on the appetizer portion of the menu. Yes. and I'm telling you, wow. It, I was I don't know, you love at Thanksgiving time deviled eggs.
1: If you put a plate of deviled eggs in front of me and you leave me unattended, they will there will be me and no deviled eggs left.
0: You love. Deviled eggs. Yes. I have never been not a huge connoisseur. That's fair. Them. That's fair to say. Not that they're not good. My sister makes outstanding deviled eggs during Thanksgiving. Sure. So these were fried deviled eggs. Yes. Fried. Fried. Fried deviled eggs. Yes. You heard us correctly. Fried. Fried.
1: So I'm envisioning all sorts of things. Didn't know like, how this was going to be, like maybe like a scotch egg.
0: That's what I thought, too. <clears throat> I so totally thought that, too.
1: I could not wait to see what this was going to be like. And they said it's fried deviled egg with chow chow. And yeah. And this is something, ch- Amy's never had chow chow. I didn't know this. The talk about, we learn things about each other all the time. I never, didn't know I've you'd heard never about had chow
0: it. chow. I've just never had it. I've heard about it, never had it. And
1: Sorry. this is basically a sweet and spicy relish that's made usually from cabbage you'll see preparations with what a green tomato it's it, 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 they can vary in spice mm. level Onion, they can pepper, yeah. vary in in heat but they're usually tangy and sweet and sometimes quite spicy depending on where you get them from
0: this one was not no all that spicy
1: leaned very heavily into the sweet and tangy
0: tangy <clears throat> i remember it being very very tangy
1: and what they did with this was really pretty cool they battered and fried the egg white portion
0: yeah yeah so you what you to, would
1: hollow out yeah of a boiled a hard boiled egg and then they piped in the the yellow filling yes and then they gave you the chow chow in the center to spoon onto it like as a you might want sauce. or to dip yeah although spooning on is probably
0: the better way to go. Well,
1: you're probably less likely to lose your topping if you if you spoon. Or you can pour it on. So tell me your thoughts on this. As you're, you know,
0: sweet and tangy in terms of the chow chow. I really liked that. It made deviled eggs more appealing to me. The egg white was crunchy, and it wasn't like a cornmeal breading. It was not. It was like a
1: almost a panko.
0: Yeah, but not as mm,
1: coarse. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you agree. I do. It was like a flour breading, yeah. a seasoned flour breading.
0: And normally, I'll see <laughs> the deviled egg filling. Uh, filling. Normally, I'll see the deviled egg filling be more chunky. Yes, and this was a smoother one, so that you could give way to the texture of the chow chow.
1: Yes, it was almost whipped. It was so smooth.
0: Mm-hmm. Almost like a mousse consistency.
1: Good. Yes, very so much so. So
0: the egg flavor came through. It was salted perfectly. It just not too much to take away from the sweet and tart notes in the chow chow. So I thought it was excellent, which is a lot to say for me.
1: You ate half of them. I mean, you yeah. you were not disliking these at all
0: yeah so i would have them again
1: wow really yeah okay they were this is a first so very good this is a first in 20 plus years for a deviled eggs yeah never
0: what did you think of them
1: i i Your may i yes i've really not met too many deviled eggs i didn't like these were absolutely fantastic the the frying of the egg white portion i think is ingenious because it adds a layer of crunch that you're not usually going to get from a deviled egg they're usually yeah. very eggy i think you know? if they
0: did a whole scotch egg thing it would fall apart or it would be danger, the danger would be it would fall apart.
1: Yeah, and I don't know how you could do it without heating up the yolk mixture. And I don't know that I would want that hot. I actually loved yeah. the juxtaposition of the fact that the egg white portion was warm and the filling was cool or cold. Yes. So you had the two, the difference in temperature, which was nice. You also had the difference in texture because the frying the egg white did firm it up more. So those were much more firm. hmm than you would normally typically see in a deviled egg. Yeah, but you had this smoothness of that, like you said, it's a, it's almost like a egg the egg yolk mousse. Yes, and then you get the spicy chow chow on there, or the you know, I say spicy, but spice in terms of flavor, tart and mm-hmm. sweet. So you just yeah. have this fantastic change in texture, temperature, and flavor. So you have creamy, tart, sweet, crunchy, everything happening all in just one bite. Works. It works. These are fantastic.
0: I would have them again.
1: Never seen this before.
0: I totally would have them again. And
1: then we said, so we're here, we've got to get some barbecue. Yeah. And we just decided just to buy, order one plate and split it.
0: Yes. Because one plate gives you an enormous amount of food and great variety.
1: Like half a cow.
0: You can you can get the barbecue combo plate and you can choose among uh, three types of meat among their barbecue offerings
1: yeah we got a nice healthy sampling of proteins and
0: mm-hmm. a couple
1: of sides and a couple of
0: yeah you can get you could get we didn't get the chicken i would be interested to try that next time but we got the sausage we got the brisket and we got ribs with a side of fried corn and then a side of
1: mac and cheese along with those biscuits. Ugh. Yeah, everything oh. everything Scratch made down to their sausage, which yeah. sausage was fantastic. It had a great snap. It was closest to a kielbasa.
0: It's a softer consistency than I would have expected in the middle.
1: It wasn't overcooked, and... I, Smoky, I, a very flavorful. Yeah. Like, used a lot of smoke flavor to mm-hmm. that, but it didn't overpower the meat. Yeah, but a very fine grind on the meat.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that the ribs were just tender, came off the bone very easily, and had bark and barbecue sauce mm-hmm. on them, and they were just the meat was tender and the right combination. Of just that bark. And those are pork ribs. So those are, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then we got the brisket. These were brisket, uh, <sighs> like burnt ends.
0: Yes, but it was not all the toughest part of the burnt ends or the crispest part. Right. The crispiest part of the burnt ends. It was a, it, like, it was a, the it was right a combination of the fatty, moist, and I know some people hate that term. I'm sorry.
1: No, you have to use that when you're talking about brisket because you get the two ends of the brisket and they're both very different in it's terms like of It's like the text.
0: fatty portion. Yeah. Which is, was brings the flavor. Oh, yeah. And it was smoky and meaty and just... It, uh, nothing on this plate it was tough.
1: Not, no, not a thing. And, and
0: Sam talked about how it had been made that day or finished off that day if it was in the process of
1: smoking. Yeah, if they put meats in the smoker overnight, yeah. then you, know, you weren't getting anything more than, I think, tw- or eight or 12 hours, however long they're smoking mm-hmm. for that day. Yeah. And we were f- not disappointed in any way, shape, or form. I yeah. totally see why the locals were recommending this to us.
0: The house barbecue sauce that Sam brought to the table... Was my favorite.
1: That was, I was going to say, the other thing is that they really had a nice selection of house barbecue sauce.
0: Yeah, scratch made, and you could actually take some home, too, mm-hmm. if you wanted to. But that that one was just the right amount of molasses sweetness, but then also smokiness and spice.
1: And I really thought you would have gravitated towards the mustard sauce. I'm all about it. Because that's the one usually. you normally, you're usually all about, yeah.
0: 100% what did you think
1: i uh, honestly i think that the one thing we didn't talk about or were the, the sides the, the biscuits were fantastic these were like drop biscuits in their consistency they were very uneven and you know but they were just pull apart they uh. were moist they they were just great with a little bit of the meat oh yeah the fried corn was it had a little bit of crunch but it didn't get dried out so they no. didn't have it frying too long perfect and their mac and cheese was very close to what i was used to from my mom they did a great job with their mac and cheese i I had no complaints Mm -mm. at all about spinach in any way shape or form
0: yeah and they'll have on the table they'll have squeeze bottles of sauce the honey mustard and then the puckering pig they which is spicy
1: Mm mm-hmm and that's the one that I liked. I, I liked. I, I really enjoyed their spicy. It but was good. Again, their Tennessee, b- being a, a Tennessee restaurant, the Memphis influences for maybe some sweeter sauces is, yeah. is probably influencing where they lean towards and making their sauces. But they did a really nice job across the board. Yeah, super. Conspicuously missing was a vinegar-based barbecue sauce oh. or a white barbecue sauce like an Alabama white, Thrill. but. Yeah, what I didn't. They, what they presented was spot on.
0: I didn't miss it.
1: No, no. I didn't miss it. Really? I did. love
0: those, but I did not miss it.
1: So, would you go there again?
0: Yes. 100%. I would. And I would, like I said, try different meats, try some different appetizers because they had all sorts of offerings that we don't see down here our way
1: we're gonna have link to bennett's Bennett's, in the show notes yeah
0: bennett's pit barbecue sam thanks for the excellent service and the delicious
1: meal but before we talk about the drink that we got from bennett's we want to say thank you to our patrons and let you know that if you are interested in supporting the show you can head over to patreon.com slash run eat drink podcast and check out the three levels of monthly support that we have two dollars five dollars or ten dollars Each one of those has their own unique perks that go along with the sponsorship levels, and it's our way of saying thank you and your way of making sure that we're able to continue to grow and and improve the show and give you more of what you love.
0: As always, we thank everyone for all the ways you support the Runny Drink Podcast.
1: Let's talk drinks because I wasn't expecting the beverage game at... A barbecue joint to be as strong as it was. Uh, And yet, here we are.
0: The cocktail game, more specifically. More
1: specifically.
0: The moonshine-based cocktails.
1: And I guess I should have expected it, given the uh, prevalence of moonshine in the area and the Uh, fact that we were walking distance from two moonshine distilleries, but... The fact that the local restaurants are incorporating these and I love making. love that. Yeah, I, that is really cool.
0: Featuring local moonshine or places that feature local beer, local uh, distilleries, spirits. I just love it.
1: I do too. When
0: that happens. And this did not disappoint because Old Smokey, moonshine was featured in both of our cocktails it was yeah and sam for the win again when he said you should really try the watermelon moonshine because it uh, that that cocktail just tastes like a watermelon jolly rancher yes so, those hard candies that you just, you, it takes forever to eat one. Mm-hmm. But. Didn't f-
1: take forever to drink this, though.
0: Oh, no. And this, that's where the
1: danger would lie.
0: It came out the color of the flesh of a ripened watermelon in a mason jar, which I just love for the setting that we were in, the barbecue restaurant with the picnic table cloth the red and the white classic and it just it at first glance it it's pink it's that watermelon color and
1: even smelled like a jolly rancher it
0: smelled and tasted like a jolly rancher yeah it was perfect description that he gave us and it was potent it did not skimp on the moonshine. No 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 so I absolutely loved it. I would have it again. I ordered the watermelon because you got the one I almost got
1: <laughs> So well, much like like Amy I was going to try the local beverage because I love that too. I love the incorporation of local. Um, distilleries, craft it. breweries. It's so great. And they did a iced tea moonshine, a sweet tea shine.
0: That is... We've had an excellent one at Homecoming there at Disney Springs in Orlando. We have. And that is really... That is sweet. And more lemony, I think, than this one that you had.
1: This was much more about the sweet tea flavor. Yeah. And... I actually. Because you
0: never like you never have lemon in your tea.
1: The only water, whatever. I I will occasionally have it in my water. I I have. I grew up not having lemon in my tea. My mom didn't like it. I didn't like it. The only time growing up that I would have it is if I got like a a pre-made tea in a can, uh, like a soft drink type tea. Yeah. But um, no, I like my iced tea sweet, and I like it with nothing in it typically. That said, this one here had a nice combination of, I think they have a sweet tea flavored moonshine and sweet tea is what they they uh, put in this cocktail. Very good. And yeah. it was phenomenal.
0: I mean, it was, we were so focused on enjoying them. I don't even think we took a picture of the ingredients.
1: No, not this time. Yeah. But I would get it again. Yes. I would take a photo next time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but this the these are potent. I, I, oh, I would yeah. say you're you're looking at your shot of alcohol in there is going to be in the high 40s. Oh, at least in terms of ABV. The proof. Fortunately for us, we were walking distance from the hotel. Yes. No need to drive. Ice tea or sweet tea flavored moonshine. There are a number of companies, and the one that, that you mentioned at uh, Artsmith's Homecoming in mm-hmm. Orlando. Yeah. That was my baseline. I was using that kind of in my head to compare. And actually, I love Art Smith's Homecoming, oh. but this one because it didn't—it really? didn't lean into the lemon as much. I yeah, I like this one better.
0: I figured you would say. But
1: that's not that the one at Homecoming is not I great. I did figure. Yeah, it's, it's just great. The, it's the lemon. It's the
0: lemon. I know. And that's a personal preference.
1: That's it. You, if you're a lemon tea drinker, you, you will love that one. But this one here, just if you just want to lean into the sweet tea flavor.
0: Both oh. of them are
1: flavorful. Oh, yeah. And I liked yours. I, I was a big fan of yours. When I smelled it. I'm like, oh, this smells like the candy. Yeah. And mine smells like tea, which made it <laughs> really dangerous. So
0: perfect. <laughs> so perfect. So Bennett's Pit Barbecue, not only fantastic barbecue outstanding appetizers and sides and, and maybe even some bonus stuff we're going to share with the patrons a little bit later on this month the drinks are stellar
1: they are yeah you're not going to go wrong for the whole experience there check them out links in the show notes absolutely next week we we alluded to it we are now we've at least geographically gotten there in the show yeah. We are talking about vacation races, Smoky Mountains 5K. We're going to do the race recap and some more amazing food oh, from Tennessee.
0: Indeed. Do you know this is like the all of the food that we found and share? We just, disclaimer. I was in the mood to have some really delicious barbecue and beef and steak and these two that we're going to recap that we did recap tonight and that we're going to recap next week. Didn't disappoint. So stay tuned for that. Absolutely. We have not had a review in Apple podcasts in a while. So we need help.
1: We do. We do. I didn't know that we do.
0: We need help because some, they tend to fall away and we're not as discoverable if we don't have
1: recent reviews.
0: recent reviews and more reviews.
1: Yeah, it's all about the algorithm when it comes to being in Apple Podcasts and we need your help with the algorithm. You don't know how to do the algorithm, just do this part for us.
0: Head on over to Apple Podcasts in your on your mobile phone, on an iPad, or tablet or in itunes on a pc leave us a rating and
1: review five Whoa, stars nice. would really help us out and yes. would help us get discovered mm-hmm. as people start searching for travel podcasts it will pop up more yeah They are searching for food will pop up more they and start a, searching for drink we'll pop up. of
0: course up. which is fantastic and we, you know we've shared them in the past on the show we will certainly share yours tell us what you love and what you want to hear more of too
1: Thank you guys so much for listening this week, for joining us on your long run, your commute to work around the house or wherever you are.
0: I'm your host, Amy.
1: And I'm your co-host, Dana.
0: Stay safe, stay well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at run, eat, drink Podcast, And on Twitter, we're run, eat, drink Pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash run eat drink podcast accomplish explore and indulge right along with us we'll talk to you next time